Hello. Wow. So welcome to Faith Bites. <laughs> All of our viewers who are watching us live on YouTube, we apologize to you because we have been going for a couple of minutes and clearly you cannot hear us. Uh, gotta love technology, but hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Spotify listeners, thank you for joining us this evening. Thank you for joining us last week as well. Um, last week we talked about we talked about you starting ministry, Sage. Yeah. If you didn't know, our guest Sage Thur is here. Hi. How are you? <laughs> but that's not how he really talks. And so um he was on with us last week talking about how long he's been in ministry and kind of some highlights of ministry and uh, most memorable miracles that you've seen. And so if you missed last week's stream, please be sure and join for that because that was actually a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun last week. Um, we had a lively bunch. And um, hello to our YouTube People, hello, Joanne. Love you, Joanne. Thank you for uh, telling us about the sound. Yep, we'd have kept going if you hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. So we're live, and um, we're excited to be with you guys. I hope again that you enjoyed last week's broadcast, or I, rather, I should say, podcast. This is exclusively again for our Spotify listeners, but we are also streaming live on YouTube, and we welcome. Um, you know, our YouTube listeners. And so um, tonight I just say we don't have to we, we, we're going to kind of just flow with it and we're going to go a couple places um, and, you know, let our let our viewers see your, your beautiful mug in there. And so I wanted to ask you about deliverance because there's this movie that is out called um, Get Out in Jesus Name, of course, making a lot of waves and um yeah, so what are I just want to Some ask good ways. What, some I mean everybody's going to, you know, have their own opinion on that. Uh but you know what? I believe in uh deliverance is important. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It is. Uh deliverance is important for people to get set free. Uh it You know, is. Jesus came to set the captives free from the bondage of the enemy. Uh So that's that's your 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 deep wisdom on that. Huh? That's, <laughs> that's my deep. Jesus that's came. His, his deep Jesus on came to set <laughs> came to set the captives free. Amen. And wow. he's in the business of setting the captives free. <laughs> so wherever Jesus is, there's freedom. Yeah. Right. So you know, everywhere Jesus went, you saw in the Bible. You know. Uh, people were healed, people were set free, people were, miracles happened, people, right. I mean, uh, demons came in out of people, I mean, all the way through the Word of God. It wasn't a big spectacle with Jesus, right. it was just something that was just, he walked in, right? and freedom came. Amen. I mean, if even if you go to Matthew, excuse me, Mark chapter 5, and you see where he was dealing with the the demoniac right. with the legion of demons there. Sure. There was no struggle with Jesus. There wasn't yeah. there wasn't this struggle <laughs> that he was uh going through. It was just a matter of fact, you know, shut your mouth, get out and go. You know? That's basically And the crazy, what it was. you know, I mean just kind of funny. Even the pigs didn't want the demons. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, the pigs. He's like, send us into the pigs. They got sent into the pigs, and the pigs like, heck no, we're gonna go die. And pigs went and committed suicide immediately. They jumped off the cliff. That's yeah, that's rough. I don't know. I feel like a little bit like conflicted about all that too, because I was I was watching. I was watching even some of of um, you know kind of the headliners in it. You know, well-respected names, and I'm not saying against the, anything against the people, so please let me make that clear. I'm not speaking against the people, but I, I, I feel a little bit conflicted because as they were watching it in the theater, you know, of course, um, people were manifesting and, and screaming, and they were, kind of, they were kind of making it a big production. And so we kind of, I don't know, did we talk about this the last? I don't think we have ever talked about this mm-hmm. specifically on this, the podcast, but you know, we had talked about my experience with that and my experience with deliverance and going through that process myself. And, you know, and then of course, we, you know, we learned a lot through another minister. We went through, you know, kind of this whole crash course about learning about demons and, you know, uh, learning the names and all this stuff. But here's the thing, right, Sage? Like when we, when we had an encounter with the power, with the power of God, you know, things completely changed. Yes. Like they, they, it completely changed. And that's kind of what you're talking about when you're talking about Jesus not making a public spectacle about them uh, or of them and just casting them out. And that, for the most part, was pretty much it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I don't know. I So I feel a little bit conflicted about, you know, kind of the production of it and just making it a big old public spectacle because in some respects, I feel like that's kind of what Hollywood does and that, like, Hollywood makes it, you know, like this big thing, you know, like the with the enemy, right? It's like this big showdown. And really the reality is there's no, there's no showdown. There's no, there's no struggle. There's no battle. There's no, there's no battle at all. I, 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 um, I should have brought you some coffee. <laughs> no, I'm actually, what you're saying is good. I mean, the battle, the victory has been won. Jesus won the victory, you know, uh, um, I'm thinking of the scripture in Colossians specifically, and then Ephesians specifically, where he says, you know, he broke the power of the enemy by this blood. Uh, he made a way for us. I mean, there's, it's not like it's, it, you know, the, there's there's times that we go through pressings right. and squeezings yep. and things of this nature, but we always come through on the other side with Jesus. Amen. That's right. If we cling to him. Right. Like Peter stepping out on the word when Jesus when he was on when they were in on the water when Jesus was walking on the water, Jesus spoke to him and said, "Come." When Peter said, "If it's you, beckon me to come out," he says, "Come." Peter stepped out on that word, and when he did, you know, he got out there, and it was that word that was upholding him. You know, as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, everything was fine. The moment he took his eyes off of Jesus, he started to sink. So how about the amazing? Help me to make the connection with what I said earlier. <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> thought I was making it. I thought I was making that connection. With Peter walking on the water to there not being a showdown with the devil. How, well, no, what I'm talking about, I'm talking about keeping focused on Jesus. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, the showdown comes is when we're focused on 
what's <laughs> happening right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been in those scenarios where people are manifesting and things like this. And there's times, I mean, I've been in services with that happening. And you know what? It becomes this massive production. Right. And that, you know? that and it, can and I say man, something? You, you, well, let me just finish. It becomes sure, this sure, massive sure. production where you're spending all kinds of times dealing with that. And then, you know, it, it just, I don't know. It, right. So, so with that, right, that's why I don't like, and so thank you again, Spotify listeners for, you know, uh, putting up with our shenanigans as we, as we do these podcasts, but you know, that's why I don't like the production of it because especially what we've experienced like in meetings and stuff like that is just that it ends up drawing away from the spirit of God. And it ends up like putting that, it, it like the Holy Spirit could move, could be moving one direction and you're flowing with him and you know it. And all of a sudden this thing starts to manifest and the sole purpose of it, you know, by the Holy Ghost to is to distract the people and take from taking their um, or from putting their eyes on Jesus. And then they end up being distracted on what's happening. And then the anointing starts to drop. And then it's just ends up being like this big production, right? Correct. Instead of just instead of just letting the Holy Spirit take care of it, you know, or um, or just telling, you know, we have authority right over the demonic stuff, like taking authority over it. And then shutting it up, shutting it down, and then continuing on with the flow of the Holy Spirit. And I've noticed, like, in not all meetings, but in a lot of meetings where you see these things manifest, that that is the purpose of it, is to distract and to disrupt and to take the people's eyes off of Jesus and what the Holy Spirit is trying to do and put it on that. Yeah, put them, uh, you know, yeah, absolutely, 100%. And so, so I've, I've seen that majority of times. Right. That's why, you know, whenever I see that kind of thing starting to operate, I shut it down immediately. Exactly. Because people jump into it. They'll jump right into it and start wailing with the person and ah, come oh, yeah. out and that and making this oh, thing, yeah. jumping right into it with that thing. Yeah. And, um, and, and it's, I don't know, it's just, it's crazy to me because if you're following the flow of the Holy Ghost, you know what is fixing to happen. But of course, people who maybe don't understand, don't, aren't, are just not, for whatever reason, following in line, I'm, you know, I don't know, that just ends up kind of just disrupting everything. And so, so the production piece of it, I don't necessarily care for, um, Obviously, we know that it's necessary because Jesus commands us, you know, to do that along with the Great Commission. Right? I believe That's one it's. Of the I believe it's very necessary. I believe it's necessary in this day yeah. to walk in that authority and that in that dominion right. realm over demonic over these wicked forces that are uh, pushing forth in the earth today. I am a hundred percent behind it. I am a hundred percent behind. Uh, you know, the ministry as far as casting out demons, healing the sick, raising the dead, all those kind of things. Right. Laying laying hands on the sick, uh, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I mean, because it's all needed. Yeah, Amen. well, it's it's biblical. It's... And, but, but the pursuit must always be Jesus. Right. The pursuit. See, now, a long time ago, I used to... <laughs> I used to teach this and it, a long and this, time ago. No, okay. well not a long time ago, okay. but and, and I still do. Yeah. But uh but just the power in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. The power there is power in that name. One hundred percent. There is power in the name of Jesus. Right. The name of Jesus activated by an individual has power 
to bring transformation and change, right. deliverance and healing. Right. Just the name. Right. Because every demon of hell has to bow to that name. 100%. I remember one time, just just to kind of just back this up, but, uh, and of course, if you want to read more into that scripture, it's in Second uh, Philippians chapter 2, uh, verses 5. I actually, if I could, I was going to read this too. When you were talking okay, about ahead. it's necessary, it's and it's it's biblical. And I was just going to give you know Mark chapter sixteen, um, verse uh, seventeen, and it says these signs will follow those who believe in my name. Right, you're talking about the name of Jesus. Yeah. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. Verse eighteen, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly. It will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Amen. So we know it's biblical. We know we're to cast out demons, right? But um, but it's but like you said, the focus has to be on Jesus, like it, it on Him. It and has what to be he's on him. doing. So so let me get back into this testimony just to kind of uh, reiterate what what that. Now uh, there was one time I was praying for. Uh, a lady, right? Well, actually, two ladies. One lady was, uh, and they were both non-believers. Right. One was an atheist, and the other was a Buddhist. And they were non-believers in Jesus Christ. Had no. Uh, I came to them and started talking to them after uh, helping them with the situation they had, and I started talking to them about Jesus. And they were like, kind of no, laughed no, it off. Normally, and all you that. start this this testimony like it's a joke. There was a Buddhist and there was an atheist. Was, <laughs> Sounds like he's fixing to tell like a bad joke, but this is a true story. This so. is actually a true story. But yeah, yeah it sounds I like do. the beginning of a joke, though. <laughs> Normally it's I true. do. But, um, and so I was standing there with them and I was talking to them about Jesus. They really didn't want to have anything to do with it. And then I found out, I was kind of looking at the girl and just a word of knowledge came and I said, do you deal with the Buddhist? I said, do you deal with back problems? And she says, yeah. Matter of fact, my back is hurting really bad right now. And I said, okay. I said, uh, you know, I said, the Lord can heal that. I said, Jesus can heal that. Right. And she goes, whatever. And then <laughs> the atheist just rolled her eyes. And I said, well, look, I want to I show you guys something. I want to show you there's power Come on. in the name of Jesus. Amen, that's right. And they kind of looked at me and they kind of giggled and <laughs> laughed, you know. And I said, I'll tell you what, watch this. I want you, and I, I was speaking to the atheist. I said, I want you to put your hand on her shoulder and I want you to say, in the name of Jesus, back pain be gone. And the atheist girl looked at me and she laughed and she said, you know, she said a few choice words. She said a few, a few, a few, beep, 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 beep. And so anyway, make a longer story even longer, she finally submitted. She was like, okay, I'll do it. So she put her hand there and, you know, laughingly kind of giggling. She just went ahead and she goes, okay, in Jesus' name, right? <laughs> like like whatever. Yeah, just kind of like whatever. Well, she took her hand off and kind of rolled her eyes and was looking at me. And then the Buddhist lady was looking at me and her eyes went like half dollars. She's just like, whoa. And the, and the atheist girl looked at her and said, what? <laughs> and she goes, dude. It's not hurting as bad. It just all of a sudden the pain level went down. She goes, "Get the beep 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 beep." And so as we're there, I said, "I told you, there's power in the name of Jesus." That's right. So her friend is just—they were both just looking at me, and the Buddhist lady was just like, "Yeah, you know." And the and the atheist lady's like, "No way, this can't be happening." I said, "But it is." 
And then, and then she asked her, she says, do you have, she says, I still have pain. She says, put your arm, hand on there and say it again. And they are, and the atheist lady, she did, she put her hand on there, right? And she said, in Jesus name. And the pain completely left at that second time completely. Now this was an atheist and a Buddhist, didn't believe at all. And then of course, after that, I kind of looked at both of them, prayed for them. And I believe the Buddhist lady gave her life to Jesus, Mm -hmm. uh, but the atheist lady wasn't ready. But I spoke a word over the atheist lady, prophetic knowledge word of what she was going through, and she was just wrecked. It freaked her out. Oh, she freaked her out. She she was like trying to figure out how I knew all this stuff about her (laughs) as I'm just kind of reading her mail and then just prophesying over her. And um, I would love to say that she gave her life to Jesus at that point. She didn't, though. Right. But, you know, it was a start, and the seed was sown. Right. But there's power in the name of Jesus. 100%. 100%. And that's the thing. There's power to cast out devils in the name of Jesus. There's 100%. power to heal. And I'm going to take you to a scripture right okay. now. Yes. And this is in Matthew chapter chapter 7. And it starts in verse 21. Hey, listen, and, really quickly, um, Sage, I just want to let um, those of you who are on YouTube. Hey, I see a couple more people on. Uh, if you... Um, are just joining us, please say hello. Uh, we want to greet you. So please uh, type something in the chat section. We would love to say hello. Amen. Go back to the scriptures. So, go for it. So, and this was this whole encounter. There's power to heal in the name of Jesus. Yes. And, and this, is, this is a verse right here that I want to take you to that shows that. And it says right here, I never knew, it says, verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? So that's Matthew 6, and that, 21. I, I would, the, the specific verse I want people to hear was in 2022. That there's... Hi, Heather. Hey. Good to see you on. So, and, and that is this. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Mm-hmm. Have we not cast out demons in your name? Right. Right? And have we not done many wonders in your name? That's powerful. If that's you're making the powerful. connection there, that's powerful because that indicate that they had a form of relationship or a type of... I'll, I'll let you Absolutely. Kind of explain they that. had a... They had a they, they, there wasn't a full intimacy with Jesus. It was just a reliance on what he could give them, right? Right. And that's the and that's the thing. In the name of Jesus, come on, you can cast out demons. In the name of Jesus, right. you can heal the sick. Right. In the name of Jesus, you can you can prophesy. Right. And it makes it clear there that people were doing that, even right here. This is Jesus talking, right? That in his name is that power. Well, you see that without with the relationship. Of Right? right. Well, the sons of Skiva, they tried to use the they they went into their room and the demoniac is going the de- the demoniac guy was going crazy and they're like, well, we come to you in the name of G- Paul's Jesus. But but see, but that just shows how much power though. That's what I'm saying because they recognize by that name that miracles and demons and all these were things were happening, and so they're like, oh, okay. It's the, let's try it. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm saying. Even for them, it, there was power in that name. Like even though they weren't necessarily followers of Jesus, they recognized that there was an authority and there was an a, a power in Come that on. name. They used that name, and um, 
and and it worked, but they got their they got their behinds whooped, right? That's right. So you know, so absolutely, that there's power in the name of Jesus. The focus should be Jesus, and I think kind of um, what and and listen, this so, is. So, so can I just kind of add to that really quick, just with what you're saying? Do you yeah. want to finish what you're saying, right? No, there? go ahead. So with that, I just want to add this. It says, Jesus warns against self-deception, right? Right. And that's what he's talking about right there. A mere verbal profession of lordship without obedience to the will of God. It is even possible for a self-deluded person to exercise a spectacular ministry using the authority of the scriptures and of the name of Jesus without walking. Right. Ready? In genuine, obedient discipleship. So, you know, uh, and for those of you, this is kind of raw. I'm kind of pulling this out of Sage. He wasn't prepared for this. And, and, and enjoy the ride, my friend. Oh, hey. <laughs> you along for the ride. You win, it, you win ride. it to win it at this point. <laughs> but, you know, and we, but we've had these, some of these discussions before. Like we've had, you know, we've kind of talked about it a little bit and, and, you know, just how we've, we've had discussions about this off and on because we, we have come from a place. And so we understand where some people are at. We've come from a place we've got, you know, where you had to go through all the classes to learn the, the names of all of these things and principalities and blah, blah, blah. And just all of this stuff, because we didn't know better. We didn't know better, but now we know better. We've encountered the power of God. We've encountered something different and now we know better. And now we have a better understanding of the word and so, you know, we have a better understanding of, of, right, the authority of Jesus. So we don't have to be focused on all that junk and be spinning our wheels, focusing on battling everything, because really the battle's already won. The battle's already won. Like, you don't have to be fighting all of this stuff all the time in your, in your focus. I think, personally, Sage, like, I think that kind of stuff can is like a subtle attack of the enemy, that people get so stuck in it, they don't even realize that that itself is an attack of the enemy to get people's focus off of Jesus, to get people's focus off of what a hev- uh, what heaven is doing, and instead get their focus on all of the junk and what it what they shouldn't be focusing on. And so their focus ends up getting off of Jesus, and then they get stuck in this funk or in this circle of just everything's a fight and everything's a battle and everything's hard, and that's not the way it's supposed to be. I mean, Jesus said it, right? He said, who the sun sets free is free indeed. I mean, if we're free and we're free indeed, then we're free. We shouldn't be battling. You know, he's the Lord of the battle. He's He's the one who goes before us and fights for us. And so, you know, we don't need to be fighting all of this stuff all the time. And because it, it's already done. It's already done. Come on. And not to say that we don't need to guard our minds, that we don't need to guard our hearts and all of it. We, we know that, right? The Bible says to guard your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. We know that. We know to put on the mind of Christ, but, you know, and, 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 you know, what you're, what you're talking about right there is really, really good. And a book that actually changed my life, Mm -hmm. uh, changed the direction of my ministry and everything was a book by Rodney Howard Brown called This Present Glory. Yep. And I, I, I can't tell you how much that book impacted my life in giving me clear, clear insight on what that looks like and how that needs to look properly. Amen. Properly. Right. 
in the anointing. Right, exactly. And allowing the anointing exactly. to do the work. Exactly. And I think that's because it's the, the anointing 100%. that breaks the bonds. Isaiah of, 10 27. You can put that in the comments. Isaiah 10 27. Lock that in your notebook. <laughs> it's the anointing that breaks the bonds. Right. right? And it's the anointing of God that causes demons to come out. It's right. the anointing on his word. It's the anointing on his name. Come on. But we have to do it in relationship and intimacy with Jesus. Right, right. Because, if, because then what happens if we're not, it becomes a great show. Exactly. And then the show becomes the show of shows. Right. And then the next thing you know, you're spun out into areas that you don't... <laughs> like I've, I've been in places where... Man, I would, I mean, talking to people were everything, they got you know, into this was years, years ago. They just got into kooky stuff. Right. And you're just watching going, what? This, th th like, what? I was laughing. Like, just, just, right. just, 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 like, this You're not can't even tracking be. where they're tracking. It's yeah, like, like, like you're just blown at, away. <laughs> like, it's some of the things. I don't things, know where you win. And, you know. Yeah. You know, some of the things and people are saying and right. it gets into this weird, weird place. man. Yeah, I was laughing. Jonathan Shuttlesworth was kind of poking fun at that a little bit. And he was talking about, you know, like, oh, before you know it, everything has a demon. He's like, there's a well, that's, that's there's it. a there's a demon of, you know, stinky breath. And there's a demon okay. of, you know. Uh, of, uh, you know, whatever, right? If you're of, not careful uh, scripturally, I mean, it gets crazy. Right, of, of, of rotten fruit and, or, you know, I mean, he was just like, it, it just gets, it gets silly. And that ministry, here's the thing, that ministry is needed, but it happens already. When, when the power of God shows up, demons flee. And I like how Reinhard Bonnke says it, right? It's us, it's us being carriers of the fire and us being carrier carriers of the anointing and the power of God, that those things will automatically flee, that you don't have to go and look for a fight. And I feel like that's what a lot of people are doing right now. And I, I think that's why I feel conflicted about it. And I don't necessarily care for the approach for the approach, because we know, uh, we just read it in Mark, right, 16, uh, verse 17, I think it was that I read, that, you know, that's one of the things that we do as believers, we cast out devils. But I think it, I have issues with the approach and the fact that people are always going to look for demons. They're always looking at people trying to find demons. And the issue with that is, like you said, number one, you get drawn into kooky stuff. Number two, if you're always looking for demons in people, you're gonna find them. You're you're gonna, and not only that, you're going to your heart's gonna be askewed because you're gonna become. And I don't care what anybody says. Like you're gonna start to judge people. You're gonna start to be maybe critical even of them if you're constantly looking for demons in them instead of looking for Christ in them. If you're looking for that junk, your heart's gonna go askewed towards how you see people and even how you minister to, towards them. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, so you have that piece of it. And then, you know, um, again, people are just going and putting on a production or just looking for, looking for a fight, looking for what, what territorial spirit is over here and what, whatever, you know, and when Jesus is there, when his anointing is there, when his power shows up, those things leave automatically. Reinhard Bonnke says flies, right? He was talking about demonic stuff, but he says flies can't sit on a hot plate. Flies can't sit on a hot plate. And so, you know, you can't, I mean, 
If you're white hot for Jesus, that stuff can't come and sit and settle upon you. It's not going to want to be in an atmosphere where it knows it's going to get cast out or where it knows like, you know, the fire of God is. It's not necessarily going to want to stay in that atmosphere. And just like an example of that is like when we did those um, those breakthrough and turnaround meetings and. Um, I'm listening. You're, this is good. You're so handsome. <laughs> he distracts me, guys. Spotify listeners. For the Spotify listeners, my Listen. husband's handsome. Um, but so, <laughs> you know, with our breakthrough, okay, focus. <laughs> our breakthrough turnaround meeting. Um, <laughs> those were amazing, amazing meetings. Mm -hmm. Like the, the glory and the power of God was present and it was strong. Like it was, it was tangible. It was, people were getting hit with the joy. People were getting, you know, refreshed. People were getting healed in their body. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of that, demons started to manifest. One girl who, who was up front, right. Started to, started to get delivered mm -hmm. without anybody touching on her. Without anybody laying hands on her. Well, that's the first thing I tell everybody anyway. Right. Because I don't want everybody just running up there laying hands on all kinds and of people. And they shouldn't be. And they should not be. They I shouldn't mean, be anyways. Because, I mean, it's, and, and I tell people, just stay focused. This is my job. I'll take care of what needs to be taken exactly. care of. Exactly. Unless I've already spoken to you about and what to do. And given you permission. Right. You know, and, and. And it and it wasn't something that was detracting to the meeting. No, absolutely. It was not. very it was it was personal between her and Jesus. Yes. Her and Jesus were having a moment. Oh, for her sure. Her and the Holy Ghost were having a moment. And it was, it and, was she, and she left that place completely free. Right. And it wasn't a big production. Exactly. She left free. Well, and that's I mean, the thing. there was all kinds of people who left free. Exactly. And that's the thing that I think was was amazing, you know, is is just that nobody laid hands on her. It wasn't a big production. Hmm. Um, you know, like the focus wasn't taken off of Jesus and what he was doing in the meeting. And, you know, that was exactly like you said, it was because there were others that were getting healed. The people were getting saved. Yes. People were getting, I mean, people were coming off the streets, you know, turning in their crack pipe. I'd say turning them in, but, <laughs> you know, turn, no, throwing down their drugs because they were throwing getting down their drugs. And these were people that were walking by in the streets that were coming in off of the streets that were being touched by the power right. of God. Right. And that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. When the power of God is present, that's how it should look. Is nobody, you know, hey, if you need to tell the thing to go, great. Jesus did that, right? It was by a word. He, all he mm -hmm. said was go and or come out or whatever the scenario was, depending on which story you're reading. And it had to go. It had to go. So, you know, it's not necessarily a big old production. And and just a side note, when you were saying um, nobody laying hands and you didn't want anybody laying hands, because this is a, like a peeve of mine a little bit. Like, you know, I it never I, ceases to amaze me why people think when somebody starts to manifest, they got to lay hands on them. Or when the Lord, because it's Lord, the Lord doing it, it's the Lord himself, when they start to get free or delivered or whatever, why they feel like they need to come and help. Like, are, is you, are you greater than God? Like, is your anointing greater than God that you feel like he's not doing enough himself that you got to come put hands on on the person instead? Like, I don't know, like that, that's, I'm like, you, God himself is doing it. You don't need to lay hands or help or do it. He, he is doing it. And that's like arrogant, right? To think that you need to come and intervene 
on God's behalf and do it for him. Like he's the one doing it. Just let him do it. You don't need to lay hands on the person. You don't need to intervene just if you need to pray from, you know, from the side, then great. But just let God do what God does best. Amen. We're just facilitators. We're just conduits. Like he's the one who does it. Nobody needs to do anything except just pray and press in to what he's doing and receive for yourself. And Amen. we encourage people to do that in our meetings, right? Amen. We encourage people to do that in our meetings and we encourage people to, you know, to just press in for themselves and let God do what he's going to do. So, Amen. So saying all of this, <laughs> I want I, I want to say this because this is important. Yes. Is this? You know what the ministry and the, the ministry specifically of laying on of hands, healing the sick, and casting out demons, right, is needed in right. this hour. Oh, for sure. It is much needed in this hour. For sure. But it's not just casting out demons; it's also healing the sick. Right. It's also seeing the lost being right. saved. Right. It's not, you know. Right. And I was bringing I, that up because that's a huge thing. And, and it, I, and it I is. It is. Like it's like, <sighs> but, it, but it's associated with bring, bringing freedom. Right. Right. And freedom to people who've been bound in order for them to be set free to see Jesus. Right. And, I, and it's just, it's important. I, I think in my opinion, uh, my personal opinion, everything should happen under the anointing. 100%. I agree. You know, I agree. Uh, I've been in some real kooky, kooky, kooky situations. For sure. Where, you know, matter of fact, I've... You've taken I'm, me to some kooky, I have. kooky situations. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I actually have. But hey, hallelujah, but, I got free. <laughs> it, but, uh, and, I, and I will tell you, you know what, I, I know that one time I was talking to some people and, you know, they were they were into the deliverance ministry and stuff. And it, and it was, it was like, you know... I was listening to the lady talk and stuff, and she was like, well, I came out and, you know, I, I you know, just all these things, like... It was strange. There was, it was so, like, there was a devil in this, and there was a devil in that, and there was a devil over here, and, and you got to be really cautious, mm-hmm. really cautious, mm-hmm. because, and I mean this in a, in a way, not everything... Is, is a, a devil. devil. Some some things are just your dumb decisions. Some things up. are, yeah, no <laughs> joke. I'm not decisions. saying that they're that, that those <laughs> things aren't aren't there, you know. But I mean, for real, it's like I don't know. So I mean, ultimately, I have a lot to say about it, sure, and sure, uh, you can't really maybe tell right now, but uh, yeah, I've never seen you this reserved. Well, I'm trying to. Like no, you just be yourself. I'm, it's fine. It's fine. Podcast listeners, it's fine. YouTube, you guys know how he he really is. There, they, <laughs> you're so like you're so monotone. He's just like, you like somebody gave you a Valium. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, friend. Well, maybe you don't need to be so reserved. It's fine. <laughs> it was because I ate right before I came on here. Because I was because I hadn't eaten all day, and I was like. Now I'm just like food coma. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I'm I'm a firm believer. Cast out devils, heal the sick, lay hands on people, you know. I'm I'm a firm believer. Well, yeah, because it's biblical. It's It's biblical. biblical. But, I mean, ultimately, I guess, like, I don't necessarily, I don't agree 
with what I feel like is a little bit of a trend right now, like a, or a, a trend in the sense that it's it's like I kind think of it's cool opening people's eyes to it, you know, sure. which is cool. Sure. I ah. just I just my my hope is, and I don't want to get in the way of any move of God. No, 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 for sure. And, the, and was, that's the big thing. I do not want to get in the way of any move of God. Well, and let I'm, me finish what I was just gonna say because what, what I was gonna, gonna say. say is my dear what were you gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say i think one of your earrings is on backwards is it on backwards or is that just a reflection of the no, light that's just a reflection what are you oh. looking at sir i got shiny earrings i thought on. they were he's, different colors he's distracted but you know no basically they, what i was gonna say is that you know like fishing lures. um is i don't agree with the pro the approach i don't necessarily agree with it However, if people at the end of the day are genuinely getting free, I say amen to that. Um, because freedom is freedom, right? I, I, I may not agree with the production. I may not agree with the approach. I may not agree with, you know, be, here, here's, I guess, and part of uh, another reason why I don't necessarily agree is just because then people end up going out and kind of trying to do stuff like that, right? And not even necessarily know what they're doing. But, you know, even in that, I think there's a level of, of grace just because we, we've gone through that. We've done that. At the end of the day, if people are getting delivered and they're getting and set free, getting then free. I say amen. I say amen to that as well. But I mean, I, that's important. I don't necessarily there's, agree with the production, but I say and, amen. A, a, amen. You know what? There's a lot of times you don't agree with my production. <laughs> A lot or of times I should I say, don't agree with my, your productions. <laughs> my shenanigans. I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, but you know what? And this is the reality. And I agree 100% with you. Because we don't want to be uh, miss out on any move of God, you know? No. As long as. Now, I'm going to make this really clear. It's doctrinally right. Yes, correct. Let me say that. Correct. If there was something doctrinally not sound, right? Uh, that I can call out. But, you know, whether or not it's something that, you know, a production or this or that, that's that's what it's all based down to. If it's not doctrinally right, right. then then there's you have issue. then there's an issue. Then you have to Address you know it. clarify that yeah. and you know uh, for yourself and sure. those that possibly you minister to. But but if it's not, you know what? Right. Jump in. and Also, just really quickly, if any of you on YouTube have any questions concerning this, please, you guys are welcome to punch in your questions in the comment section, and we'd be happy to address them as best we can. If you had any comments or questions or thoughts on just some of the stuff that we were going over, um, we would love to, you know, to address um, to address those questions. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, you're looking at the Asbury you know, move of God that's happening there with all the worship and repentance. Right. That's sweet. Yeah. And I think it's very timely that they were doing this movie at the same time. They released it across the nation in ev all these different theaters at the same exact time. Well, yeah, Jesus think, Revolution came out first. And, it, and then, Jesus yeah. Revolution, mm -hmm. that was that was powerful. I've yet to see this this movie that you're... I've, I've not seen either one, actually. <laughs> I was like, I've, wait, hold on. <laughs> I've not seen Jesus Revolution or uh, Come Out in Jesus' Name. Right. Either we one. Just, we just watched the trailer uh, for, the, for the second one. But, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Right. You know, when I do. But, I want to see Jesus Revolution. That's I'm, I'm excited to watch both of them. Uh, um, but that Asbury move of God, I'm very encouraged by that. Let that break out in every college across the campus. 
Come on, across the campuses of the U.S. Amen. I mean, how beautiful would that be? Worship and repentance. I mean, apparently there's a, a lot uh, breaking out a bun- uh, across a bunch of different campuses, and that is cool to me. Yeah, because that means there's a move of God. No, people are hungry. Right these, these, they, these, the young people are hungry, and they're hungry for for a move of God. So 100, percent like, and they're I, hungry for the real. Right. They, they are. want the real. Right. You know, they want the real. Right. And that's what I so love. They want the intimacy. They mm-hmm. want the love. Of the Father flowing onto them. Amen. You know, especially in this day. I mean, you got to, with all the things happening, come on. I mean, how much more so is it time for us to stand up and crush the devil under our feet and rise up (laughs) in such a day and hour as this, right? Oh, man. Yes. To see the sick healed. Yes. See worshipers raised up. To see. Yes. And he's doing it. He's doing it right now. So. Joanny says, I think she has a question. Little hand is raised. <laughs> that, but she's not asking a question. Oh. <laughs> but, um, man. <sighs> well, I'll leave that alone. Anyhow, um, again, if you have any questions, you guys, concerning that, you're welcome to ask. But, you know, ultimately, hey, great. People are getting saved. People are getting delivered. You know what? We want to be a part of what the Lord is doing in this in this hour. And, um, you know, the main thing is that our hearts are open to receive what the Lord has for us, that our our, our eyes are fixed and focused upon Jesus and, you know, um, that we're pressing into him, that we're pressing into just having intimacy with him and relationship with him. And of course, like Sage was saying, you know, just being, making sure that everything comes back to the word. That's the main thing. Everything has to be rooted in the word of God. Everything has to come back to the word of God. And, you know, any manifestation, I'm not saying God can't do stuff out of the word because you know, we've had this discussion, say, just had experiences with things that weren't necessarily, you don't necessarily f- can find it, you know, you can't find a scripture and verse for it. But, you know, the experience um, was was real. So, you know, God can do things, but ultimately we can't build a doctrine on stuff that's not in the word and everything has to be in the word. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, um so yeah, there's a lot more with that that we won't get into, but I don't know if you have any comments or questions for me. And if not, you guys, we're going to wrap tonight up. Really? I was just getting into the groove, man. <laughs> that should have happened about mm, 10 minutes into the broadcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like, I'd like to ask you a question, Dana. Uh, what are you seeing happening in this day that has the Lord spoken to you on anything specific on this last move of God? Amen, Joanne. Amen. She said her friends come into Jesus, to Jesus, <laughs> not Jesus. I don't know who Jesus is to Jesus that she's, she's brand new. That's Amen. awesome, Joanne. So has the Lord spoken to anything um, to you on this end time revival? Has, has, is there something specific in your heart that your heart's burning for? Souls. I mean, souls. <laughs> tell us about that. What, you know, tell us about, you know, just 
who you are, Dana. Oh. <laughs> well, anyways, we're going to wrap this one up. <laughs> that was a good question. Like, you know, uh, well, I'll just say this and, and we can maybe continue this this next week. You know, something that the Lord had put on my heart and we can continue this the next week. Um, but I really I'm going to wrap up to, for tonight. Um, and thank you for joining us the um, on YouTube. And of course, you know, thank you for sticking it out with us, Spotify listeners on this um, second pod podcast. It was um, felt a um, little different than last week, but I'm glad that you're here. And um, trying to think, your question was if the Lord is speaking to me on, you know, anything with the end time revival. And so, what? Were you going to ask me something? Hmm. So on this end time revival, and um, I think the thing that he was speaking to me about was just not looking back. Don't, not looking back at anything. Just know the past doesn't exist. No looking back, period. Amen. That's it. No, I like that. No looking back. And he spoke to you that, uh, spoke that to you at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. And that's keeping your eyes focused on him. Yep. Pushing forward for the kingdom of God. Yeah. With everything that you have. Not dialing back. Right. Forgetting past all the things of, oh, of the old. Oh, you're, you're putting in all the fillers. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I mean, The past that's, doesn't exist. The that's... past does not exist. Come on. And you can take that to Scripture. The Scripture says, forgetting those things would lay behind, pressing toward toward the mark of the high goal, sure, Christ sure. Jesus. That's right. right. That's forgetting right. those things behind. Come that's on. right. Because that's your old man. That's your old man, gone. That's right. Come on. You're a brand new woman of God. Right. I'm Amen. a brand new man of God. Amen. You are a brand new woman or man of God. And I want you to know, your old man is dead and in the grave. If you've received Jesus as the Lord of your life, come on, hallelujah, you're a new man in Christ. The old has come, the new has gone. Why? Because great and mighty is he. He died and rose on the third day. He suffered for our sins so that we could be made free. Yep, that is correct. Hallelujah. So uh, listen, you guys. Um, Really quickly, uh, Sage, you can answer this. Joanny has a question. So she said, I have a question of how do I surrender to him? Like, how do I fully surrender to him? Although I want, I want to, but I struggle. So how do you fully surrender? What does that look like for you, Sage? So, so, Love oh. you, Heather. Mwah. So for me, a total surrender, it, doesn't, it didn't happen everything right away. Right, you had to learn how to submit yourself to the Lord every single day. Sure. Right. It started with uh, picking a time that I woke up every single morning to spend time with Him, and then as I yielded to the things that He was, and I worked it out in my heart, like I prepared my heart before the Lord. Right. I said, you know what? If He says something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do do it to the best of my ability. What He's asked me to do, and it's just yielding. You know right. what I mean? It's yielding to him. It's like if you ask me to do something. Ask me to do something. Uh, make me something to eat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, right, me, me yielding to that would be like, sure, okay. Right? 
I hope that that that's like an example. I mean, we can use that just kind of like you know, it's it's the same way in the relationship with right. him. You yield to his word. You allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life, right? You allow him, and as you learn, you have to you have to take authority over your heart and mind. You've got to fill yourself with the word, and you got to say, you know what? I'm gonna yield to what he's saying. I'm going to yield to love. I'm going to yield to the characteristics of the fruit of God. Amen. In my life. Amen. I'm going to yield to him. And I have to say, Joanna, you're doing amazing. You're doing great. So just continue to do what you're doing. Don't beat yourself up. You're doing amazing. So amen. So that's good. So it's basically so just how... you you saying yes, girl, and just yeah. continuing, continually saying yes to Jesus and yielding your heart to him, and saying, which is saying yes to him in your heart. Anytime he asks you to correct something, anytime he asks you to do something, it's just continually saying, yes, she understands. So, amen. That's, I mean, that's the key to Amen. Me. Amen. 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 Well, listen, um, I'm, I'm glad that you joined us. Thank you for just um, joining in, just, you know, just, just our chit chat for tonight. And so um, don't forget to join us next week. Thursday, and we'll be back on 6.30 Hawaiian Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. Let me make that clear. I just wanted to tell you guys, love you so much. Appreciate each and every one of you Spotify listeners and those on YouTube. Really, really appreciate you. Uh, I don't know if this will be my last one. I don't know if I'll be invited back. So... (laughs) We may have another special guest next week, but you're not going to know until you... Unless you show up to the next one. So so we just um, know we bless you guys and we just thank you guys for joining us. And um, and we hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. And uh, just make sure that you're pressing in. Make sure you love on somebody. Amen. Tell somebody about Jesus. And um, we will talk to you on the next podcast. Hallelujah. 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 Have a great evening, you guys. Be blessed.